Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Table manners. I'm Jessie Ware. It's a beautiful. Would you say it's summer yet, Mum? No, it's What's spring. that song Guy Garvey sings, Jessie? It's a beautiful, such a beautiful day. It's the one that they use the backing of the Olympics. That one. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? One day like this. It's a beautiful it. day. It's springtime in South London. And we have. Guy Garvey from Elbow coming up. Well, it's the perfect day for him. Oh, come on. I feel great. God, I'm ready. I'm ready. No, we've got Guy Garvey coming on. Now, I have made friends with Guy Garvey. Um, Just you make friends with everybody. Yeah, but I've made particular friends with Guy Garvey. Why? I really like him. So he's a legend. Elbow have been around for a long time. It's the 20th anniversary of their album that came out in 2001. 20 years. Yes. Their album, Asleep in the Back, came out 20 years ago this year. And so they're celebrating their 20th anniversary. He's been around the block. He's like the godfather of kindness in music. He's doing such a huge campaign trying to get um, streaming sites and labels to jump on board to make it fairer for artists and songwriters and producers. And he's just a mensch. He's a mensch, a Manchester mensch. When he's finished that, can he sort out the Super League problems? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shit, we're going to need some sorting. If he's good at sorting, he can sort that mess out. I know. But yes, so Guy Garvey from the brilliant band Elbow, is coming over. Now, he's coming over not from far away, the place that I always see him at, which is the Dairy in Brixton, where I go to write with my friend Barney and Johnny Latimer, and he's got a room there. Now, I've been going there for since my career started and because it's always been convenient. It's a lovely studio. Nitin Sawney's in there. Like, it's just gorgeous. Oh, I love Nitin Yeah, I love it there. And Guy's been there for years, and it was always a kind of hello, and he'd always offer you a cup of tea, even though he didn't know me. And then we started chatting, because you know I like a chat, and he loves a chat too. And he's just the best storyteller. And so we spent many a kind of tea break having a chat. On a Friday, it turns to Guinness. At the moment, not for me. But he's just a really nice bloke. And he... He's Manchester, Mum, so I knew you'd yeah, like it'll him. Yeah, it'll be fine. He's texted me saying he's bringing some, um, I think, pasta donatas from Soho. And I said, Mum's already made pud. And he said, well, double pud. That's great. I love a pasta donata, so I'm I'm happy. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking over my shoulder because I think he's going to be here any second. What's on the menu, Mum, today? I've done lamb and pistachio patties. Mm. I've done cauliflower, bean, tomato and feta salad. Mm. I've made my onion rice. Yeah. I've done turmeric hummus. Homemade? Yeah. Look at you. 
And I'm just going to put a salad together in a bowl. Lovely. <laughs> this is like salad. my perfect, perfect meal. Yeah, yeah. Guy Garvey coming up on Table Manners. Thanks for coming over. Thanks We're, for having like, me. Basically, bringing an offie with you. And an and, and, and cake. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I brought some natter from uh, from Soho. There's the little Portuguese. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, I don't think I've ever had it from this place. It's a bit amazing. Okay, well, that's great. Yeah, and they just yeah. kind of slip right down so Absolutely. quickly. Absolutely. So there's half a dozen there. With a oh, coffee. Okay, I think you can manage yeah. it. Um, so, how cheers, are you? Oh, cheers. 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 Thanks for having me. And lovely to meet you, Lenny. And you, darling. So I just felt like this needed to happen because Guy and I have got to know each other over the past year, maybe, of saying yeah. hello to each other at the dairy and... And I just, you know, you you are the best storyteller. And oh, thanks. You really are. You've got a story for everything. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, my wife would say that's a, a fault. Oh, come on, but then I've heard so much about your wife, Rachel. Yeah. I mean, like, she, um, you both, I can imagine, like, you competing for stories at night or you're just going back and forth. It's like tune for tune with story for story. Uh, yeah, Rachel's like, hers are really punchy, whereas I really enjoy the attention and string them out. <laughs> you know, it sounds like your grandma. <laughs> what Gaga used yeah, to do. Yeah, we it. used to say she could make an epic film out of half a pound of mincemeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I am a bit like that. Where do you come from? Which bit of Manchester? So I'm from Bury. Bury. Uh, yeah. Bury. My parents are buried in Bury. Are they really? Yeah, Gig Lane Cemetery. Really? Yeah. So I'm right I'm, near the football ground. Conversation. Yeah. To start so up. all around that, the rest of the band are from the other side of Bury. I'm from sort of Hollins Pillsworth Way, uh, which is a little bit closer to Manchester, but... Best market. Yeah, absolutely. Very market. Yeah, my mum used to drag me there on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. And uh, there was a black pudding stall. <laughs> black pudding being the regional dish. And the woman that ran the black pudding stall, he used to, it, they were boiled black puddings. It's like a, a, a great big boiled blood sausage yeah. in a piece of greaseproof paper with mustard... And tomato sauce. It sounds disgusting. But Did it was you like it? It was amazing. And particularly yeah. as it was always freezing. And the woman who ran the, the stall, I don't know what happened to her, but she had no nose bone. She, she was... Poor I think woman. she probably made the black puddings as well. She was tough, sort of farm stock. So, like, you, do you still eat black pudding? Yeah. Where do you get it from now? Like, where's a good place to get it from? I don't know, actually. It turns up on plates here and there. Like so, yeah. do you support Bury Football Team? I don't really pledge an allegiance, but being sort of a Manchester band, yeah. If you pledge an allegiance to, are you a blue or a red? Exactly. Well, we're you... reds. Oh yeah. But I was a blue. But do you think once. it could have really <laughs> fucked your ticket sales if you pledged? Half them. Really. Half them immediately. I only congratulated uh, a football team on stage once when we were playing in Manchester. I got a bit flapped between songs, you know. End of a tour, I was, we were home, and I was stuck for things to say, and someone had mentioned that one of the football teams had won that day. So I said, congratulations to any blah, blah, blah fans. And there was a great big cheer, and then there was the most convincing boo and hiss. It was like the tide coming in, and it, it, was, it really sent a shiver. I actually quite enjoyed it, but my guitarist was like, don't do that again. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, like... I don't really think about when Oasis were playing that 
there would only be City fans in the audience. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. Did you used to go out in Bury? Uh, or in Manchester? In Manchester. Did you go on the tram? Yeah. The metro? Yeah. <laughs> Mum, I, I love that you're acting like you're not from Manchester. I'm like doing a <laughs> Manchester accent. Like if I, I, if I go to Birmingham, like fish and chips. I like, talk like that. You're speaking to your peoples. I like, know, darling. Mum, I'm thinking, look, show her your tattoo. I'm thinking maybe you should. Is that the bee? The worker bee. Do you know, I, it's beautiful. And I didn't realise the Manchester Evening News has the bee as its emblem now. Oh, does it? Yeah, ah. I didn't know that. Well, oh, since... I what, mean, I, yeah. had, I had this done years ago. Oh, you had it before? Before the bomb. Uh, oh, really? And, yeah, Why? Because... Because of Manchester. I never knew that. Why didn't I know that? What, the... Why? About the, the bee. bee. Oh yeah. yeah, well it's in it's in all the street furniture, all the lampposts and all the bins and you know the clock of the Palace Hotel. Yeah. They're all bees. And it's just one of those things. It's been it's a couple of hundred years old. Why didn't I know I lived my in brother, all my life? My my brother who, who monitors everything I do on my radio programme and otherwise and, and swoops in on a rope to mock me at any available opportunity. <laughs> siblings. When the bomb happened and, and like tens of thousands of people had the same tattoo, he phoned me up and he said, to every tragedy a silver lining. <laughs> every fucker's got your tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> what a little shit. Yeah, yes. And what does your brother do? He's an actor. Ah, okay, so take us through the family. Who was around the dinner table and what are they doing now? And Okay, so... My dad was a proofreader for the Daily Mirror and a night shift worker for 30 years. Uh, Mum, before she was married, was a policewoman. And then after they were married, she became a counsellor. She went and did a degree and became a counsellor. And Gina, my eldest, is NHS her whole life, a nurse and a counsellor. Karen is a primary school teacher. She lives in France. Louise... Um, has been a teacher. Oh my God, how is many are there of you? <laughs> I've got five older sisters. Shit. Uh, and a brother. And, and my younger brother. Your yeah. pain in the arse younger brother who likes to yes. take the piss. Yeah. Who's, so. who's the actor? Yeah. So, okay, so why did the boys decide to go into the arts and the, all the girls were doing all these kind of, you proper, know, pro proper, proper jobs? jobs. Uh, well, just spoil rotten, I think. It's like there was five of them, it was, wasn't a big house. Did you go to Berry Grammar? No, I went to St. Peter's in Presswich. So you, oh, I know. Yeah. Opposite Heaton Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the big, the, well, it was, the, the, yeah. It was I, I actually think school. more of Presswich as my home than I do Berry. Do you? Well, that's where I was brought up. Whereabouts in Presswich? Dovedale Avenue, which is off Park Road. Right, near okay, Heaton yeah. Park, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I was, that's where I was. I was on King's Road for a long time. I went to primary school on King's Road. Right. King's Road Primary. Yeah, yeah. And Bonds, you know, the sweet shop. Right. No, I don't know that. Oh, you used to go and get a penny, a, a poke of um, a mixture. A, a poke is like a, um, it's a, like a corn, a conical kind of bag. Oh, right. And Grandma used to call them a poke. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, all, all, all around Why King's that. Road? Um, the houses on King's Road were... Available to people with no money. <laughs> really handy for me. It meant I could live there for £17 a week. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was collapsing at the back. <laughs> it's where I met most of my friends, you know. Really? So who was cooking the dinner and what were you eating? Your mum. Uh, mum cooked. Brilliant cook. Yeah. Loads of mouths to feed, of course. Yeah. 
Dad was getting up for work normally, so... And he worked nights as well. Yeah. So Dad, in his pressed shirt, smelling and looking fantastic, uh, but in a bad mood normally. And then all squeezed round, littlest at the back, because they could crawl through the legs to get out. <laughs> and in fact, I once remember, as I was crawling through the legs to get out, I'd finish my dinner first. My sister Becky booted me, uh, and I rocked the table, and there was a terrified silence... Because, you know, dad, dad was in a mood. And then he shouted, it's like a bleeding seance. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was the deal. What yeah. were you eating then? Mum always made something healthy alongside something fun. So it was like pie with some vegetables or it was... Uh, I didn't know that chilli wasn't traditionally served with twisty pasta till <laughs> til, til I was about 18. So that, that was one of her... Um, an amazing cheese and onion pie recipe that her mum. Yeah, I think I, d- I don't with. think Jessie understands the importance of pies the at pie. all. Yeah, well, I feel like I don't need to understand the importance. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, the, my ass would be ten <laughs> <laughs> size bigger. Would be the same size as mine. <laughs> <laughs> pies are very important in oh, Manchester. Yeah. yeah. Can you cook? No. Really? Uh, if you asked Rachel, yeah. she would say, "I, I don't cook." Okay. Um, no, I really, I really can't. I'm terrible. So, so Rachel does the cooking at home. And yeah, and is she, she good? She's brilliant. Okay. Yeah, she's really good. But she, she resents it. She wants me to catch up. Oh, I know that. Are you a willing like? Are you willing to, or you just you you appreciate her food so much? You're like, you know what? I got it good. This, this is really current. Okay. Uh, so, like, so it'll go like this. Okay. So what have you done here? Oh, this is me, right? When, when I'm eating something, she's cooked, and she's like, "Well, why would I fucking tell you? Because it's going to go in one ear and out the other, and you're never going to try and recreate it." Oh, I love so, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she sounds very fabulous. But okay, so, so why, when did you last ask that to Rachel? What what had she made? It happens all the time I, because I genuinely mean it. When when I ask her, I genuinely mean it. I want to know what I'm eating and how it's so delicious. But she points out that I'm, I'm going to forget it instantly. What was the last thing you cooked? Well, I cooked last night because Rach is working in Cardiff. She's what doing. What's she doing? She's an actress. Is You've she? probably seen her on the yeah. theatre. Oh, what? what? So I she's. Um, did you see that film, Their Finest, uh, with Gemma Anderson? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't with see Gemma that. was in it. Okay, so she was in that. She played the rather glamorous uh, lesbian with a cigarette. I remember. Uh, incredible. Absolutely gorgeous. She, yes. yes, and she's she's quite the chameleon as well. They they did something with her hairline for that wig, and she became a redhead. Um, but yeah, she did that. What did you cook last night? Uh, I I cooked. Uh, I, do you know I didn't cook at all? I, 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 I cooked <laughs> some did. spaghetti. That is not okay. And added some pesto. That that's not. Have you, how many children have you got? One. One, and he likes pesto pasta. He loves we it. We all do. And, you, and yeah. you can get you know green stuff in him that way. Oh, did what? you do the home? Did you do a homemade pesto, yeah, guy? Do you know no, what? I don't think he did, <laughs> Jesse. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, no, I was, yeah. I'm terrible. Yeah, I've got to pick it up. So, okay, so if cooking is not your thing. That's fine, but you appreciate. It. So, where do you like to eat out? Because I, I kind of you, you, you know, I love hearing about your oh, tell me dates, places your dates here. with Rachel. You, you just sound like you have the funnest time. And yeah. do you at least do a good reservation, Guy Garvey? I, it has been known, but it's hard I mean, at we the love. Moment. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Jesse's got 11, I've not got one. Yeah, you can have one of mine. <laughs> yeah, Ra- Rachie's been brought up going to restaurants a lot, and I mean, I don't think I went into a restaurant before I was in my mid-20s, and therefore it's still quite new to me. Mm. And also being waited on is only something that I've got used to in the last few years. And this sounds very working class hero, but, but I've had to learn to enjoy it. And, and honestly, I've only learned to enjoy it in Rachel's company. Why? Because she's fabulous. Be- because she's so, uh, she's so, so charming, but she's so relaxed in that environment. Where did you meet gorgeous Rachel? Uh, well, this is very glamorous. Uh, at Benedict Cumberbatch's wedding. Oh, for God's sake. Was yeah. the food good? Oh, at my that God. Amazing. What was the, Was it a buffet? Can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> pretty drunk, pretty fast. So why were you there and why was she there? I've known Benedict for a few years. Uh, before he got married, I'd, I'd known him for maybe five years, something like that. I was there on my own. And Rach was there with two pals. She was there with... Uh, Tobias Menzies and Andrew Scott, who are oh both. Oh my God, pals Andrew and, Scott! Yeah, he's, he's Shame. Ace. He's kind of our Silla Black. He's oh. our Silla Black. Yeah, he Laura, is. Laura, Laura yeah. laughs. Yeah. Well, no, he put them together. No, he put them together, okay. I know. Surprise, surprise. Okay, right, anyway, carry on. Yeah, but he kind of, you know, so unknown to me, Rach had seen us play and liked the band. Okay. Uh, and she sort of went, he's here. And Andrew was like, go get him. And yeah, and it's it's like we owe him a lot. So she pursued you on the dance floor uh, at the table. At it the was bar. all over cigarettes. Oh. I actually went with more cigarettes than I needed because I know that everybody smokes at a wedding. I think I was looking for somebody. That's a good move. That's a really yeah. good move. So um, how long have you been together? Uh, Jack's four, so six years. Yeah. Newlyweds. Yeah. Totally. When did you get married? A, a year and a bit after we met. So you so just knew. Who was Andrew well, Scott your best man? Uh, nobody was there. <laughs> and he danced. did one of those. And he danced. Yeah. We got married at the Sam Wanamaker. We, we, we did the registry, of, uh, registry office in Manchester at the town hall. Uh, that's where I got married. Oh, really? Jackson's Row. Right. Yeah, that's where we were, yeah. And there was just four of us there. And then uh, a day later, all our family and friends Had came. Had a big party to the Sam Wanamaker, because she was in Shakespeare at the Playhouse there. And so uh, we got married by candlelight and then went upstairs and, uh, and danced in oh, the swan. What, um, what was your first dance? We didn't think it through, actually. What? You, like, no, you no, curate playlists one. for everyone every week. <laughs> no, we, we picked one, yeah. but we didn't think the actual dancing through. Oh, we, okay. we knew what our song was. Yeah. Which, which was your song? Tell Me Something Good by uh, Rufus and Shaka Khan. Is that Tell yeah. Me Something Good? I don't know. So how do did do you do dance do. to it? Badly. Okay, well that's yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the best song for a dance. No, we didn't think it We didn't think Great it. Great for really. a duet. How did, why did that become your first dance? We did a lot of drinking when we got together. <laughs> we did a lot of drinking. We did a lot of box sets, and we did a lot of scrabble. I thought you said something else for a moment. <laughs> sorry, box sets, sorry, 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 carry what did on. You think was I that? don't know, something about sex, but carry on, carry on. We did a lot of yeah. box sets. <laughs> box sets? <laughs> I was like, what's so that? Very such niche a good thing, box sets. Right. <laughs> well, you just have to get these series of... Oh, let's get Dragon's Den on the phone now. <laughs> Is somebody in a box? 
What do you need to eat, mother? <laughs> <laughs> Box sets! Oh, Jesus. Okay, no, anyway, sorry. So you did a lot of box sets. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> so sorry, guy, but usually, no, mildly more professional than this. No. She's gone, that's it, we're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked. Um, so, so, yeah, so, okay, so, you, and lots of listening to music, or? Yeah, while playing so, Scrabble. Okay. While playing Scrabble and and uh, and finding out about each other, you know. But I feel like meeting you... in your forties is great. Oh, how old were you then? Uh, I was actually. <laughs> she's gonna. Yeah, I think I was. No, she was in her late thirties. I was. I was forty. Yeah, just. And just you're ready. Forty. I'm forty-seven. Fuck you! Don't look it. Thanks, Lenny. I'll take it. So, have you been out for dinner yet? Now that lockdown's lifted. Uh. When it briefly lifted last year, yeah. we went, oh, this is a great story. We got overexcited. Do you know Naughty Piglets? Love yeah. it. Right. So yeah. we, we went down to Naughty Piglets. Yeah. Uh, I did a good job of booking because the world and his wife wanted to go. Amazing. And uh, we got there and we'd had a couple of drinks before we got there. Uh, and then we piled in and we were kind of like, oh, the place has changed. They've... Got rid of that kind of homely vibe. Oh, have they? There's Were you in the wrong class? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right? But we didn't notice till dessert. Oh, my God! <laughs> Where were you? Uh, we were in a place on the corner that we now oh, call... Marima. Marema. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. on the road that leads and up to... And there's a massive it. picture of a pig in the window. Oh, yeah. is that why you put that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was amazing because we were being really... We, we were feeling for them. We thought that, that all the changes were due to, you know, COVID. the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, Moving. thank you so much. Oh, this God. is delicious one. It mm, wasn't great. Not really. And, and then... Hold on, darling. Thanks very much. Is this the same... And yeah, maybe darling. you won't want this. Is this the same night that you were smoking outside and... You... <laughs> <laughs> because this is a story that I've heard. And is this the same story? Just, yeah. The same I've got, night. I've got to tell the story. I might have to change a name. <laughs> yeah, fine. That's fine. All right. So I'm going to change Witness the name. Witness protection, yeah. I'm going to change the name to Percy. Okay. Yeah, we were, yeah we were we were smoking outside the restaurant, you yeah. know, parents' night off. Yeah. And one of Rachel's significant exes. Mm. Significant exes. Was walking up behind me. Shit. <laughs> was walking up behind me. That smells amazing. And um, as he walked up behind me, Rachel sort of looking over my shoulder went, "Oh, hello." Hello, hello, hello. And I, Percy, well, not Percy. Yeah. Percy, Percy. And he's walked past us by this time. And then this guy turns around and he says, I'm not Percy. And? That was very rude. She's not sure to this day. Because if, if, if it, it was wasn't right him, if, if she'd. If it wasn't her ex love, Percy, yeah. or he was. Or he was pretending he wasn't in order he, to not stop. Because she broke his heart so much. Yeah. Did you laugh or was it awkward? Oh, yeah, no, it was amazing. And the guy was off into the night. That is so. Do you but think I, it was? I, I was do, you really think it, do you think it was Percy? No, I don't. No, no, knowing Rachel, no, I don't. <laughs> she sounds. She's fabulous. <laughs> I haven't even met her, but she sounds fabulous. She sounds fantastic. I know. She is. She is. She's great. And she's brought you to a dinner with Joan Collins, hasn't she? Yeah, so Rachel's mum. Do you want to eat something? Uh, I'd love to. It's a help yourself moment. Mum Thank has you. made bits and bobs. 
This a bit, no, great. some fucking <laughs> bobs. <laughs> Not bits and bobs. Slave you know. over your meal. There you go. So, yes, guys, so, go on, guy. Yeah, Rachel's mum is the late Diana Rigg. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Diana was amazing. And um, and they were really ace pals, you know, like you two. As well has, as... She, has she kept any of her clothes, those fantastic vintage clothes? Yeah. Did, yeah. Well, she got married in one of her mum's dresses, yeah. actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's kind of renowned for her style. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she was lovely. So, because I'm telling you, I do no songwriting when I'm at the dairy. I just listen to stories of guys. Right. So, and it's <laughs> I don't know what this is like. So, yeah, so Guy, you've kind of been, you've been introduced to eating out with your wife. And, yeah. And there was one particular meal that you went out with, was it Joan Collins? And you... Oh, right, and I still can't remember the name of the place we were was in. Was it the Ivy? No, it wasn't, was it? No, I, I, no it's like a, a bistro-y type of place that used to be a car showroom. The one that's the Conran restaurant, the, the Conran restaurant, Pabendum. No. Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> who was at the dinner Give table? Right, okay, so, um, so Rachel's dad, Archie, and his wife, Sharon, and Rachel's mum, Diana. Yeah, we went to this place, I can't remember the name of, and the maitre d' said to Diana as we walked in, Dame Rick, would you like to sit with Dame Collins or across the room from Dame Collins? And she went, oh, no, we're friends. Do, and, you, know, do you know her? Well, I, I met her that night. I, I didn't say very much to her. Uh, her and Diana were talking across me. They were sat either side of me and both really enjoying that, I think. Do you know what I mean? So, um, are they great, great friends then? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I mean... I didn't know they hung out. I don't. I don't know if that. I happened. love the idea that the maitre d was just like Dame Rick, Dame Collins. Is yeah. Nice. Yeah. Are all your family in different places? A lot of them in Manchester, or my eldest and the youngest of my sisters are in Manchester. You've got one in France, didn't? Um, That's yeah, right. Yeah. Karen's in France. Louise is in Wales, and Sam's in Ireland. Uh, she she's in uh, Waterford. So what happens at Christmas? We try and get together around Christmas. I mean, it changes all the time, depending on where yeah. everyone is. We try and get together at least once a year, but there's usually somebody missing, you know. Uh, it used to be always me, but things have changed since then. You know? Are you going to be touring this year? Hopefully in September, Lenny, yeah. Hopefully. Oh, please. Oh. Have you announced it yet? Yeah. Is this to celebrate the 20th anniversary? Uh, no, thanks for bringing that up, though. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's 20 years since our first album came out. Mercury uh, nominated. Yeah, thanks. Did really well. Yeah. Were you unsigned at the time? It's or was it V2? It's a weird one. We, we, were, we were signed to Ireland. Yeah. Made the record. Yeah. Got dropped and had to make the record again with V2 and then put it out. And, and then it was Mercury nominated. And then... Ireland regretted it. <laughs> well, I think we've ended up with all the same people, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've done a few tours. Are you with the record label now? Yeah, with Polydor. Would you go on your own? I don't know, really. I'm not sure we would. I, I, I very defiantly, our very first TV appearance was on Granada about three o'clock in the morning. And it was a, it was a programme called G-Spot Save Me. Oh, wow. Oh, my yeah. God. Granada's G-Spot. And Box I, sets on there and... <laughs> box, box, box sex. sex. <laughs> box sex on G-spot. I remember the only prop the crew came with was an inflatable letter G, and otherwise it was in our rehearsal room. 
old school regional music TV, and I very, very firmly said that we'd never sign to a major record label. <laughs> and, and now we've almost got a full set. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Elbow is Elbow, and you just kind of keep going and you do amazing things. And then you have also, in the last year, forgive me if I've got the wrong timings, but you've been on select committees. I've seen you, everyone watching in the reception whilst you're in the select committee um, <laughs> via Zoom about trying to get better rights for songwriters and artists yeah on the streaming platforms and with the labels yeah uh, so one of the benefits and the sadnesses of having been putting records out for 20 years mm. is that we've seen the way it was and we know the way it is so there are there's lots of money being made and it's not getting to but the people making you. the music yeah it's but so today is a big day yeah for a letter that came went out to yeah to Bojo was it Bojo no who was it who's yeah it, it ended yeah. up being yeah to to, to Boris um, a, a letter with loads and loads of musicians I mean we we got about 160 names or something and you'd know every single one of them and you know thanks to Jess oh no I did nothing he already had you know, like you, Kate you really Bush do. Sting Macca I mean he had like he was doing perfectly fine already so this is the Musicians Union and Broken Record campaign which is started by a, a contemporary man called Tom Gray he was the lead singer of a band called Gomez who won the Mercury oh, Prize Gomez. yeah right mm. yeah so uh, Tom's concerned himself with He's also got a, a political background, which is lucky that one of us knows what they're doing, you know, in Westminster. Uh, and yeah, and it's just been about getting everybody together and say it's a bit broken for anybody wanting to start in music. The really frustrating thing is that in this whole problem, you've got artists, you've got labels, and you've got streaming platforms. The labels admitted that they gave too much of a good deal to the streaming platforms because they didn't believe stupid. it was going to work. I know. I really... So they said, if you can shift our back catalogue, you can have a third of it. And, and so this is, you know, something they've got to find back where the artist gets but shafted. But the artist somehow has missed out. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to the point where they can't afford to live. And <clears throat> let alone... And the crazy thing is, these are artists that would be invested in if they had a dollar value attached to their name, which they haven't got because the people that would invest in them aren't paying them enough. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you like that? 
I do like That's it. That's my invention. Very good, Mother. It's really yummy. It is really good. It's just really nice. I mean, what would you usually be having today at the dairy? Get a little Nando's, wouldn't you? Or the, uh, the place across the road. Which one's the place across the road? San Marino. Oh, God, those <clears throat> sandwiches. Yeah. So it's a San Marino chicken coriander wrap. Ooh. It's all wrong. <laughs> and, and it tastes so right. So, as it would be. Um, Guy Garvey, we ask every person what their last supper would be. You're about to go to a desert island and you are not going to have the food that you love. And so you've got starter, main, pudding and, des uh, and drink of choice. So you can have whatever you like. Okay. It's your last supper. <clears throat> it's the solemn bit, is it? The, la the last supper? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What popped into my head for a starter was... Um, what do you call it when you've got, like, flat bread? Yeah. And you fry cheese in the middle. Uh, like quesadilla? Quesadilla. I'd have that to start. <laughs> From any particular place? Um, Mexico, I hope. Actually, the best Mexican I've had was in Austin in Texas. Mm. And it was really good. Really good. I'd have, I can't remember the name of the place. I could guess at it, but it would probably come out mildly racist. So, the quesadilla from that great place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'd have my dad's spaghetti bolognese, which is really easy. Go on, what does he do? Well, it's a jar of Dolmio. Yeah. And, <laughs> and minced beef. Yeah. And yeah. after my mum and dad split up when I was 12 my brother was 10, the two of us went to his house every Wednesday and Friday. And he made you spread ball. Every Wednesday and Friday. But he would say, lads, don't you want something different? And we were adamant that we didn't because we loved it. And, and actually, I think it was the chaps together, you know, in the way kids are with a newly divorced parent. He'd never looked after himself before. So oh, bigging up his spag ball it was, was a way of... Was a way empowering of, him. Yeah, uh, but actually, spaghetti bolognese it's of, of any of, of any fab, grade, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Do you make? I can no. make spaghetti oh, bolognese. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I can make it from scratch as well. It's oh, perhaps the only right. meal I can do uh, from scratch. Does your son like your spaghetti? Bolognese? He loves it. He loves it. What's your secret? Little bit of instant coffee in the uh, in the sauce. Who taught you that? Oh, one? my God. My, my friend, Bob Breer. Who, Who's Bob? Bob is one of my oldest pals and the biggest idiot I've ever met in my life. <laughs> uh, and just, you know, one of my brothers. Instant I love him. coffee? Yeah. And when he said it, the first time he said it, I was like, what are you on about? And I'm really low grade, like Nescafe, sort of instant granules. Why? It just gives it a, a texture, a, a little bit of bitterness. Uh, it's really good. I, I'm going to try it. Okay, what's your pud? I've kind of I've brought it as an additional pudding. I've, you've made a pud, have you? I've made a pud. But Do you think I you did, can handle it? If I'd have known, I mm. wouldn't have bothered. I'm sorry that I, I didn't. She'd already done the meringue I'd last night. I've done uh, roasted plum um, pavlova. Oh my god! Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, like we can still fit one of these. I in. think we'll have one of those. I as brought well. I brought some natter. Yeah. Your children will like them, Jesse. Uh, well, they may not be able to get them. We may finish them before they get to my children. No, I'll, you you must take some more. I think I've got six. Um, I yeah. think we can manage. Can, we can share. So, them. would that be your put? Yeah, or, or some some version of so uh, a pastry. We knew it as a custard. Yeah, you bake custard. We always used to have. I don't think they do them down in London as with a bit of nutmeg. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do they not do sure. them in local bakeries? Yeah. yeah, maybe, but not on my one, I don't think. Baked egg custard with that nutmeg on. So if I was off school ill, and I never was, you know, it was sort of uh, war constitution, all, all, all the kids, you know, a pretty hardy bunch. But if I couldn't bear school, my mum would occasionally let me have a day off sick because um, I didn't really enjoy it. Did you not? No. Did no. you go to uni or did no. you leave and you went? Uh, so what did you do when you left school? I went to Sixth Form College. I went to Stand College in Whitefield. Stand where my uh, uh, Elizabeth lives. Oh, really? That, yeah. Right, so yeah, so I went there. Apparently uh, Lawrence of Arabia went there when it was a grammar school. You no. Yeah, Lawrence. I can't... Uh, Really, it's funny because I would have always imagined you being kind of, maybe you were, like, the popular person at school that kind of hosted everyone, was... Um, a bit of a clown. But, like... He probably was you just popular. Didn't, he just didn't You just didn't like enjoy the learning. It, the, the academic side. Uh, oh, I don't know, you romanticise your childhood, don't you? Like, I, I, you know, I've always said sort of automatically that I could never give my respect to people who didn't deserve it. You know, and, and definitely some of my teachers were dicks. Yeah. You know, but um, and, and and actually those are the subjects I didn't do very well in because I just didn't work. Mm. So what was your best subject? Well, weirdly, physics. Oh wow! Oh wow! But, but I had this clever. old school, enthusiastic like teacher. Yeah. If you imagine Norman Wisdom, but like yeah, just never stopped talking. He was called Derek Singleton, and he he was left over from when it was a grammar school, um, and he was just so enthusiastic about his. I used to channel him if we were doing a particularly crappy gig, like deep into a tour and everyone was tired. I'd do my impersonation of him, which is he'd walk into the room and, he, and he'd say, Stand up straight away from your desks. You're not students at St. Monica's High School, Presswich. You are. And you'd have to shout, Scientists. Uh, and How sweet. He was amazing, absolutely amazing. I remember there was a fire in, a, in, a, in one of the school labs down the corridor. And I won't name him because he was a gentleman, but another teacher, he wasn't a very good teacher, came screaming into the lab, Mr Singleton! Because there was a fire in his lab. And Derek, tear, tearing his shirt off, ran into the lab and took two of the big lads with him. And we were all kicked out into the playground. And when we came back... It's like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> but, but little. Derek Singleton. But little and like normal wizard. <laughs> Well, I guess he wasn't damaging his shirt. I guess, I guess it, wasn't his, it wasn't his first rodeo. <laughs> he had kids to teach. Uh, so when we came back in, the three of them were drinking milk. And as I walked in the door, Mr. Garvey, why are we drinking milk? And I didn't know. And the next person... Smoke inhalation? Yeah, acidic smoke inhalation. Oh, Jesse, remember that? Yeah, and he was drinking milk for the alkali. But the fact that he was teaching us... Literally, the moment we came back, as in. he was saving lives. As he was saving, so <laughs> what I remember him. of him is in a vest, and I suppose I've exaggerated this in my head. He's got the cartoon smoke smudges all over his face, mm. and he's triumphantly drinking cold milk while educating. What an advert for milk <laughs> and physics, <laughs> Derek and Singleton. Singleton. Oh, oh. And, and and finally, what is your drink of choice? Um. Well, he's not drinking very much. No, drink up, guy. Come on. <laughs> Scotch. Oh, okay. Well, I can get you one of those if you need them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and pretend to do some work, <laughs> uh, and then I've got to see Jack later, Lenny. But thanks. Jack, who? Our Jack. No. Oh, your Jack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. okay, which Scotch would you have? Uh, for years, I very casually said at bars, 
and an Irish whiskey of your choice, right? And then uh, Rachel pointed out what a dick I sounded uh, when we were in uh, Vancouver. Yeah, it does sound a bit. It does, doesn't it? And I think when when I came up with it, when I was probably about 19, I think it was probably somewhere along the shaken, not stirred route. Do you know what I mean? I don't don't think it sounds that dicky. Thanks, Jess. I think when you serve... I don't mind an Irish whiskey, but not an Irish whiskey of your choice. All right, Mum. No, Jesus. No, go, sorry. Oh, go on, Lenny. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, let's just like fucking demonise our. No, no, no. Watch no, no. too much Madman. Oh, right. So how would uh, John Dra- uh, John Draper ask? Well, for he wouldn't a even. Watch. He'd just know what he wanted. Yeah. Oh. But mind but you, he kept on drinking it. But, but Guy is a nice guy. That's why. Yeah, that's he's the saying. Oh, what would you like to give me? You see, Rachel read it as a flirt. And I was like, yeah, but what, I think what, it if, is a bit of a what if the bartender's a guy? And she went, well, it's, it's still kind of a you and me buddy over familiar flirt. I think that's okay. I, I, I immediately stopped doing it. Because okay, I, because so now I what do you choose? Jameson. Black Bush, actually. Black Bush is not Irish, is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know it. I was never knew that. I thought Black Bush was Scottish. No, and, and it's just. Reliably lovely. Have you got Irish in your background, being a Catholic boy? Yeah, apparently. Uh, and Garvey, definitely Irish. Yeah. yeah. And um, we've got, I think, he, I think it was Patrick Garvey getting off a boat as a lone infant a couple of hundred years ago. And then in Manchester since then until, uh, yeah. Where are some of your favourite spots in Manchester to eat or drink at? Oh. Uh, well, there's a place called the Creameries uh, in South Manchester... Uh, which is amazing, and and all the crew there are uh, celebrated chefs, and uh, and then bars wise, um, a friend of mine who very sadly died a couple of years ago owned a bar called Big Hands, which is next to Manchester Academy, uh, and that's amazing. It's got a roof terrace with an incredible garden on it, mm. which which he started, and and uh, and then down the road. Uh, the Temple of Convenience, which is a converted Victorian toilet. It's it's a Temple of Convenience. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, and that was opened by a, a friend of mine, Rafael Conn, going back uh, 25 years or something. And it, 30 people in its full, but an amazing selection of beers. Do you miss living in Manchester? Uh, I do, but I mean, aside from the last couple of years with COVID, etc., I was there often enough not to miss it. Mm. And that'll be the case again when, when mm. it's open. Um, so, would you like some pudding? Yeah, there yeah. was some yesterday. And would you like... That was absolutely delicious. Would you like a coffee? Yeah. Would you like a cup of tea? Oh, would you like... a cup of tea, actually. Yeah? Yeah, thanks, um, Strong, no sugar. Uh, uh, One sugar. Yes, please. Do you, do you ever sing karaoke? Yeah. You see, Jessie? What? Each to their own. <laughs> Okay, so what is your karaoke song? Uh, I've got a few. I love karaoke. Uh, you like the only... Well, no, you're one of few musicians that like it. It's not so much the doing it as... I mean, I do really enjoy doing yeah. it. But, it's, but it's, it's, it's everybody else doing it that I love. And oh, me too. I, I actually... It's, it's my... It's all of Elbow's sport of choice. We've done it all over the world. And we always in, involve everybody in the bar. And it's just great. So what's one of your most memorable karaoke nights? This is delicious, Mum. Good darling. And I have to say, I think the Amaretti biscuit was the little oh, fuck piece off, de Lewis resistance. <laughs> anyway. So what's a really memorable elbow karaoke moment? We arrived in Australia 
and we'd left 24 hours to acclimatise before the show started and our sound engineer Danny has got a very deep voice and he's he's got the brain of a supercomputer so his nickname is Deep Blue and he's you know very very dry and very funny and he said to me if you find a bar I'm going to bed for a while will you give me a shout so we found a bar around the corner from the hotel and like a bad friend a jet lagged bad friend I forgot to phone Danny and when I eventually did we were all absolutely arsehole we were so drunk we were up the wall and it was a really successful karaoke night Mm -hmm. and I I phoned him and I didn't get him so I left him a message Danny I'm so sorry we're in this place you know if you get this we'll be here for another hour didn't expect him to turn up and literally as we were deciding to leave the door flew open and there was Danny with bed face and bed hair and Tom knew he was coming, his best friend and our tour manager, and he'd lined up China Girl. Oh. And Danny, with a scathing look on his Daddy face... Bowie. Yeah, with a scathing look on his face, he did China Girl an octave below. Like... Oh, wow! Little oh, China Girl. Oh, my God! Like, and it was the most... Wow. <laughs> ...celebrated performance. But how was the gig the next day? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have. We've done it everywhere. I love it. So I'll do um, Dance the Night Away by the Mavericks. Oh! Just because no one's ever expected it. (laughs) No, the Mavericks! (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it's kind of ridiculous. I want to know, what's it like? You've been together for so long. You're one of those bands that are in a strong relationship. Like, really, this is... It's It's so (laughs) delicious. It's really nice, right? It's really delicious. Would Rachel like a slice later? Or Jack? Would Jack eat this kind of thing? He would, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, So... You're in this steady relationship, you know. Straight, how many albums are you on now? We're working on our ninth. Fuck. Yeah. And then, like, it's the 20th anniversary of your first one. Well, first one, yeah, 2001. So you've been doing it for over, like, 20 years. 28 years, 29 20, years. So you were a band for... Mm. Wow, okay. We've had one, one member leave, and that was after Where 25 years. That was after a bad karaoke session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his Neil Diamond was for shit. <laughs> You're out. Uh, I would ever choose Neil Diamond. Actually, do you know what? <laughs> Guy. I totally would. <laughs> Which, Which one? Crackling the, the, the one where you can sort. I am, I said. I am, I said. It, I don't know. Again, it's so ridiculous. It's such a take yourself seriously song. I am, I said. I am, I cried. <laughs> it's terrible. And I, I, I detect, it's awful. I detect the, uh, the presence of accelerants. In, in every stage of the writing and the recording. Like, I, I am, I said, to no one there. Could you sing to Barry Manor, though? To him? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> would you sing one of his? I, I, Copacabana. Are you asking? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'll wear an appropriate Jessie, shirt. Jessie, when we have the karaoke at your bat mitzvah, we're definitely Head, having... You could do Cared, Smile, with a... Is that Barry Manor? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> could it be magic? Mum, I'm not having karaoke at my bat mitzvah when I... We can I have a karaoke it. corner. Oh, my God, I'm not, you're not taking all the cool kids to the karaoke room, Mum. <laughs> I w- I Forget would about be, it. I, I would be in there. Me too. Yeah. No, Sing you... at the Copa. Oh. Copa Cabana. What was going to be your song? Well, it was going to be Sex on Fire. This sex is on yeah, fire. you need to just say... But I think correct. I'm not going to do no, that. No, really? Oh. I think I'm going to go for Whitney. Oh, <laughs> 
okay. <laughs> sure. What? Okay, so you've been together forever. It's mm. still going strong. You're recording your new record. You're about to finish recording the record. Yeah, we're going to finish it because we've written it apart, um, sending files between us. Yeah. So we thought when we get back together, it should be somewhere that you could only make a record under these circumstances rather than thwarted by it. So we're going to do it. We're going to set up the studio on the stage of Brighton Theatre Royal for two weeks. That's such a lovely idea. How gorgeous. Yeah, and sort of finish it in an empty room given that we're not allowed to play to anyone. I thought it would... Why aren't you allowed to play to anyone? I mean, COVID. (laughs) Now? No, but... Did you know what's happened? No, but you will be allowed to play. Yeah, but they're recording the album, they're finishing it. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He's a romantic mum! (laughs) God's sake. Got lost. And you didn't didn't fancy Manchester? Like... Well, it's not so much that. When we were planning it, we, we were thinking about the fact that we'd have to bubble because it wasn't looking quite as rosy as it is at mm. this point. So I was like, well, let's not bubble in our old studio in Manchester because you'll be upset that you can't go home to your own bed and your families. Same if we were in London. So I was like, let's go by the coast. And, and we had, we had a, a great big list of old theatres, sort of um, beautiful old theatres. So we picked that one. I think there'll be something cathartic. And all the songs have been written... They're all really wistful. They're all about being apart from people and being, you know, the kind of bruised, bewildered feeling that everybody's had over the last couple of years. Is it when you're back together, all of you together, like, is there, have you got any rituals that you do as a a band? We're exactly like we were when we met, you know, we met when we were 16, 17, Mm. so everybody sort of turns up and gives each other sort of manly hugs Mm. and then you immediately start dicking about. <laughs> but when you recorded your most famous song, it's... One, one day, day like, like this. this. One day like... Yeah. Who did all the orchestral bits? Well, I did that, Lenny. And on your own? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Can you play everything? I, I, no, I didn't play <laughs> You arranged it. You arranged yeah. it, but who was the orchestra in the background? Uh, well, on that one, who was... I think, no, it wasn't the Alley Orchestra, that one. We laid up a string section, and I'm ashamed to say. Oh, so gorgeous. I can't remember who's on it. But that was the kind of the song of the millennium. I mean, it was just because of the Olympics and everything. Yeah. And they used it all the time. Yeah. It was I like, would have uh, thought you'd ever have to work again after that. Well, here I am. I know. <laughs> Poor Becca. Dinner with us. Just shows you about the street. <laughs> this is my work. This Pavlova is, is a hard day in the office. <laughs> And it's delicious. So, before we tuck into our our second um, pudding, <laughs> um, have you got a good table man at Sky Garvey? You, you tell me. He's I mean, fabulous. You're great. You're great company. You, I, you are very polite. You. I mean, we don't care about table manners, but do you think that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was kind of told what to do and what not to do. And, uh, yeah. And what can't you stand about somebody else who, when you're at the dinner table with them? Well, going back to restaurants, mm. if people are too dismissive about the waiter or the waitress, or, or indeed deliberately rude... You don't like that. No, mm. I don't like them. It can really end a friendship for mm. me. <laughs> but, no, I, I understand But so, some people have told me that they see it as part of the evening. What? To be rude to staff. No. Who? I, I know, I, I couldn't possibly name him. 
No, okay. it's not. They're not cool if they do that. It's not cool. So, yeah, anybody being rude to anybody that's serving, I feel a bit intimidated by a wine pons. Yeah, me too. Do you know mm. what you like when you're drinking wine? Yeah. What? Uh, I like it to be not too fruity, not too dry, not too, yeah. So I rather, I, I know what I don't like. Do you drink mostly red or white? Yeah, mostly red, yeah. Me too. I've gone off red a bit. Since lockdown, I'm not drinking as much, hmm. you wouldn't notice, but <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been drinking very much, and I find it just a bit heavy sometimes. Well, I think now that you know the blooms, are... what did Michael McIntyre say? I don't know. As soon as he says the sun comes out, people goes, Rose, let's have Rose. <laughs> yeah, that's Rachel's family, actually. Yeah, yeah, I do love Rose, actually, I like it more and more. Diana um, had the same internet guy as us. Uh, he's a lovely chap. And, uh, Do you need like a regular internet guy? Do I need to be getting a regular internet guy? <laughs> yeah. And we've just got an overcomplicated setup. Okay. Uh, and we've got I think security I need, cameras. You and need boosters, and darling. You need a different modem. It's also, we're both, Rachel and I are both crap at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you and Diana have the same internet guy. Yeah, and I haven't, I hadn't seen him since she died, and, and he was round, and I'd forgotten that they knew each other. You know, he said, "I'm sorry to hear about Diana." I was like, "Yeah, she was great." So he said that he'd been round, and he said, "I, I need your password. Is that okay?" And she said, like, "I've forgotten it." So he says, "Can I see if I could try and find it?" And she said, "Yeah." And he said, "Make make visible on her last attempt at the at the you know show password." And it said, "Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "Oh right, uh, is it this all one case?" And she went, "You're right. There's a capital F." So he, he changed it. He changed it, and and her Sainsbury's account opened, and there was three bottles of prosecco, and she said, "I like prosecco." <laughs> <laughs> That was her order. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the best password I've ever heard. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so the about her. Genius. Yeah. That's a fucking great one. But no, she was, she was great. And, and sort of our friendship revolved around new words, old songs, bits of poetry. You know, she, she'd sing a line and I wouldn't know how, but I'd know the next line, you know. And we, we shared the same taste in poetry and in music and stuff. And then her and Rach just cackled endlessly you know and when the telly was on who did she have an affair with it was da -da 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 -da. oh no no of course it wasn't it was that silly bitch da -da -da -da. <laughs> it was like that you know constantly and amazing thing to be around yeah she was great um it's been such a pleasure to have you over thanks so much for having me it's been you... lovely to meet you Lance. honestly so great lovely. i mean i kind of feel like we, we need to do round on. two with rachel yeah. at some point in the future She'd rachel's always it. welcome she'd love yeah, to love um and good luck with the new record thanks and Jess. are you back on six music yet or has loyal Karna still got your uh no i'm back in uh, i'm back in he was a bit too good <laughs> yeah fuck off a bit too, good, bit, lovely, bit too young bit too good looking yeah bit too tasteful <laughs> yeah he played loads of really interesting music <laughs> he had to come back um so and and is that just a lovely gig to have yeah the, the program's amazing it's so i've been doing it for 14 when is years it? what time's it on it's a uh, sunday at two o'clock and then repeated at midnight on bbc six music there you go. And it's just me playing records and, and telling the same stories you've already heard now, Lenny. Oh no, I'm sure there's loads more. <laughs>
little mum. Didn't I tell you that you'd love him? I'm getting love. And he, he's very wonderful. He's very charismatic, fun, and makes you feel a bit special. And he's got a good appetite. Yeah, I just, I really, I, I, I say that round two will be with the wonderful wife, Rachel, that we need to have over. And is she beautiful? She's very, very, very attractive. Anyway, I want to say a shout out to my friend Laura Dockrell, who wrote a really I read her article yesterday, the article in, in The, the Guardian, Guardian, yeah. And she's done a lot of advocacy about postpartum psychosis, which she suffered from with after the birth of her son. And she's got a new podcast out. And she's got a new podcast. And Zombie wanted, mums. Yeah, and I wanted to give it a little shout out because she's my friend and she's doing amazing things to kind of raise awareness. So I said, come on, give me a bit of a spiel to just say to everybody. Zombie Mum is a brand new podcast normalising conversations surrounding parenthood and mental health, featuring guests from both parenthood and child perspectives and lived experiences. Her first guest was Paloma Faith. She's got Candice Braithwaite on. She's doing great things. She's out the other side of it and talking about it. And I think that's helping so many, so many people. So go and give it a listen. Uh, it's a new podcast and I'm really proud of you, Laura. And I think it will help lots and lots of people. But yeah, so um, that pavlova was really good with roasted plums. It's kind of nice. I potentially like it even more than having strawberries and... Well, there was more of a bite of fruit, wasn't well, there? No, and I think the softness, it was it was more interesting. It was kind of the caramelised... What did you do them in? Just roasted them with what? I roasted them with star anise, which I crunkled so up. So not any masala wine or anything? No, and I put... No, because they, I made them too wet on top of the Yeah, that's the what thing. they were nice. They weren't wet. They were, and f- I, not, they were in place. And I a little bit, a sprinkle of sugar. But I roast them quite a long time. I think it's quite a good way to do it rather than just fresh fruit. Worked a treat. Um, thank you for listening to everybody. Thank you for listening to everybody. Oh, I can't, I'm, thank you, everybody, oh, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And I hope you're all all okay. And enjoying the sunshine. Thank you so much, Table Oh, Mums. look, here he is. Yeah, he's a cat that wants attention. No, even Alice said that there's something not right. Oh, no, he's an yeah, attention he's, seeker. No, Jessie, it's gone beyond a joke. heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.